Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When it comes to comfort down below, there's underwear and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, and function. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you have ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's underwear sport a no-wedgie guarantee. Comfortable, stay-put waistbands, and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. That means that there's no bunching and no riding up. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stores nationwide, Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Give three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Collider for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Collider for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Collider. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games Podcast. My name's Dennis, and I'm here with... So, guys, it's your boy, Dorian. And we've got... Josh Reveyors. I think it's been... A, has it been a while since we got the, the three of us together? I, I think it's been a bit. like yeah. a month or maybe more than a month. Yeah, yeah. a month or two before yeah. all three of us uh, back. A lot of news... I had texted we're doing oh, yeah. this we're actually doing this episode a little earlier than usual because uh tomorrow we have uh are we allowed to say what we're doing? I, I, yeah, I think we can. Okay, tomorrow we're going to check out the Doom Eternal. It's gonna yeah. be a demo of that. Anyway, so we're gonna be gone for I think half the day, so we decided to shoot the podcast a day early. A lot of news, like I said, even even today, because I already had set off uh all right. Uh, the the news of this or the ty- topic and title of this episode is going to be about Sony skipping E3 again, which we're going to talk about. Right. Yeah. But then we get more news dropped upon all the delays that we're we're going to hear about, which is like Avengers being delayed, Final Fantasy VII delay- being delayed, but even bigger, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It was supposed to come out in April. Now it's delayed to September. They said the game is done. Yeah. They just need to polish it up. So well, that's what they're all saying. Uh, yeah, that's the, yeah. The, every PR statement is saying the same thing. It's like we need to polish. It's, it's, it's all uh, everything's done. We just want to polish it because we want the fans. To, we want it to be up to the expectations yeah. the fans want mm-hmm. it to be. We know so nobody wants an anthem. On their hands. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. So right. I mean, well, speaking of delays as well, I know that they announced the delay a while back, but also The Last of Us too. Like it really is turning out to be the year of delays. Mm-hmm. Like, um, <laughs> so. Doran, what's your take on the delay? Good thing, bad thing? For Death Stranding or just in general? For Death Stranding, I'm um, actually... Not Death Stranding, uh, for uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, yeah, sorry, sorry. Cyberpunk 20, uh, for Cyberpunk, I'm like, I'm, I'm fine with them. Okay. Like, for them saying, like, it's it's completely done, like, and saying, like, the city is really, like, the city's really big and we just want to polish it, I'm completely fine with that. Just because, like, I'd rather them push it back and it'd be, mm-hmm. like, a ma- like it'd be the masterpiece of 2020, <laughs> like, it'd be the game of the year. Like, I'd rather that than it be released five months earlier and then they're, like, saying, like, oh, we got to make these fixes. Oh, we're, we're, like, doing all these updates and patch oh, yeah. glitches, like, within the first couple weeks. So, fine with me push it back which do what you got to do to make sure that this is a masterpiece like I'm, I'm completely fine with that like they said rome wasn't built in a day so if cyberpunk needs a couple more months i'll give it to them josh um i'm gonna i know i brought up anthem again just now but i'm gonna bring it up now for the reason as to why i'm okay with this is uh um anthem did release a day one patch <laughs> mm-hmm. looking back they did release a day one patch but by the time anthem released a day one patch they were slaughtered uh, mm-hmm. online and I don't think any studio ever wants to go through that even if they released the game in the state that they would have on the date they would have suggested they probably could have fixed it with a day one patch but mm-hmm. people would have they would have been like butchered you know what I mean in, in the news articles so that being said I mean I think it's I'm not it is a big delay mm-hmm. I will say that it is definitely one of the bigger delays which is unfortunate but I don't know man it's they have to take their time. At the end of the day, what what can we do about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be like n- knocking on CD Project Red's door, going, "Excuse like, me, hey, where, where is that shit?" Like, <laughs> you know, I don't where's know. Crunch Hour? These people don't need sleep. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, well, you need a flight oh, yeah. to uh, what you call it? Oh, uh, uh, where, where? Yeah, wherever they are in yeah. their, um, at Narnia, <laughs> wherever that is. Um, um, but yeah, they. Uh, I'm okay with it as well. Like I said before, with The Last of Us Part Two being delayed, I was like, look. I I still have a lot of games that I need to play or finish and this just gives me more time not mm-hmm. that I there's a prequel to this but just means gives me more time to play other games you know we have Half-Life Alex coming out in March we're going to have um 
Last of Us Part Two. I think went in May now. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of uh, it was supposed to come out in February. So look, I have plenty of stuff to play until that time. I know it's been years and years. This this project has been in development and delaying this back. So the people who are kind of waiting just for this game. I, I I can see how they're going to be upset or pissed because they've been like waiting and waiting. And they finally got a release date and now it gets pushed back. I'm okay with the polish. I I, think... I mean I mean I was going to say for Final Fantasy VII, it's it's only a month delay. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this game since they announced it. It's been four years. I can wait another month. Okay. I, I'm more than happy to wait that extra month. Now, if we, or, <laughs> you know, like if if we get closer to the d- cyberpunk date, we get like a month away, and then they're like, "Psych, we're pushing it back Ooh. just a little bit more." Yeah, then yeah. I'll I'll be pissed. But if, yeah. if my, they keep it, my real it... question is: a lot of things are getting delayed close to the next. Like console generation launch, like, and I'm I'm trying to think. I'm I'm hoping at least that a lot of these games that are getting delayed closer towards the holiday time, will we be able to see um, a better version of that on the next generation? You know what I mean? Or, or, I don't know, yeah. but it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like this is because what they're talking about is they want Cyberpunk 2077 to be the crowning achievement for this generation, which mm. this generation being a PS4 and Xbox One. So. Yeah. They're not really talking about the next gen. And also, it's just one of those things. Like I said, I'm okay with the delay. I think, you know, ultimately it'll be a good thing. However, because this game has been so hyped, it's, it's been so, it's been in development for so long. And now you're delaying it again and saying you're putting the polish on it. That means when it comes out, like, it has to be. It's, That's what I'm saying. It has to be, be the ma- has yeah. to be. It has to be, it has, the, like, the day it it drops, I want all the game award people to be like, "Nope, that's the game of the year. We don't need any nomination, yes. other nominations. Like this is the definitive game of the year. That's how good it has to be for this delay to be that to for them to push it back this far." Yeah, you're pushing. You're you're just making the hype even yeah, even, even greater for it. I'm still I'm still gonna get the game when it comes out. That's, oh, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, that's for sure. But I d- I do look back at like the PlayStation Three, that generation of consoles. Uh, the Last of Us Two pushed it to its uh, to its limits. So mm-hmm. did GTA Five. But then, literally a couple months later, when the next generation came out, we saw the update. We saw the remaster of uh, mm-hmm. Last of Us Two. We saw we saw the updated GTA Five. So I, I I I do think that they probably they I mean they definitely do it. They're they're going to do it for the money regardless. But I'm wondering if it's worth people just waiting for that version. Then you know if I'm if I'm going to wait this long the, the, for the, the delay, the, the fans are not. They're like, gonna, they're not. Like I'm going to play the game because I want to play the yeah. game. I want to see Keanu Reeves and I want to I want to live that life. But it's like I'm trying to think. Like I'm sure there are a couple of people out there thinking, "I'll just wait for the PS5 and get it on that." Possibly. Yeah. I mean, if someone is willing or the to Xbox delay. Series X. Yeah, which I'm we, leaning more towards now. We, which is funny. I mean, a little side tangent here uh, with the Xbox Series One X. We reported last week or talked about the report of them saying there's no exclusives. It was weird. I saw on these launch like, or something. Yeah, at, not launch for a year. Oh. Like there want to be Xbox One Series X exclusives, and then I think a lot of people took it the wrong way because I saw a lot of complaints. Mm. It doesn't mean there won't be exclusives for the Xbox. It's just that they'll double up on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. And I didn't quite get the backlash that some people had because I saw a bunch of people like, "Well, that's it. I'm going to get a PS5." And say, I'm like. You understand, I, I don't know if there are going to be any PS5 exclusives, and when I mean exclusives, like non-PS4 games, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's going to be very li- limited, mm-hmm. right? Sure, yeah. Most of the games coming are going to be both PS4 and PS5 because studios want to make money. 
How are they going to make money? They're going to release it for the console that is most actively played and owned at that time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's what they've always done as well. You know, when PS4 came out, they were still making PS3 games. And same, when PS... I mean, PS2 had the longest lifespan. They were making PS2 games, like, still, like, uh, like well into the end of the PS3 mm-hmm. cycle as well. So, yeah, I just don't get that backlash because I don't think it's going to be very different for the PS5 mm-hmm. either. I, I don't think there's going to be many, if any... PS5 and exclusive. There will be PlayStation exclusives, just like Xbox will have Xbox exclusives. It just won't be Xbox Series X yeah. exclusives. Just like Halo Infinite is going to be coming out on both systems. Why? Because they're going to put so much money into this game, and if they drop it for a Series X, which you know, even on a healthy sales of of the system, you're nowhere near what. The, the installed base is for your previous generation. Of course. And yeah. they're active people. They're active people playing on that system. So that's just a side note. And because you're talking about Cyberpunk 2077 having mm-hmm. a potential uh, the, the port, next the gen. Port, the portability yeah. to the next console, yeah. That's great. That's fine. Um, I do, I, uh, side tangent as well. I think uh, PlayStation 5 doesn't have to worry because I – a lot of the people I've been talking to, like the first couple of months on the PS5, they're just going to be playing PlayStation One games and PlayStation <laughs> Two games. Like, which, by the way, guys, anybody listening to this, buy them on eBay now because next year, like, I'm buying PlayStation Two games for like three dollars a pop uh-huh. right now. Once oh, that's the P- smart. Exactly. Okay. Once the PS5, once the PS5 comes out, those mm. those games on eBay are going to be like thirty dollars a pop or, or mm. more because they're rare. You know. Yeah. Yes, bro- you can sell them. Just, you can you can buy them just for the fact that if you want to flip them later on, smart exactly. thinking ahead. Art. I mean, moves. before they remastered Final Fantasy X, uh, getting Final Fantasy X on the PS2 before they remastered it for the PS3, that game on its uh, like on on base, just the PS2 game was getting sold for like eighty to ninety dollars on eBay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now they remastered it, now it's like three bucks. But <laughs> but yeah, go buy, buy your buy your uh, buy your games now before they're going to be sold out or uh, prices go up next year. That's what I'm doing. I already got myself uh, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks and Def huh. Jam Five for New York. Um, and then, you know, the the multiplayer for Cyberpunk 2077 mm. won't be out until 2021, which makes sense if they're delaying this to yeah. September. Look, most people buying this game are not buying it from multiplayer. Yeah. Exactly. It's I'm, just, I'm it's, not even bothered. It's it's like the whole Red Dead 2 thing. I'm like, oh, some people are complaining. I was like, dude, I did not buy the game. <laughs> it's an added bonus if yeah. it's not that great. I mean, what I played was fun, but I didn't get super deep mm. into it. Yeah, You got your 80 hours of gameplay. <laughs> You know, and I played 80 hours, and that was like I rushed through it. So I imagine if I had really wanted to do like all the stuff, it would have been over 100 hours. And then on top of the multiplayer, which you can play for whatever, yeah. I'm not, I'm uh, not complaining. I, I think most people aren't going to be bothered by that. Maybe it'll be a pleasant surprise, though. Like I mentioned months ago, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Last of Us, uh, the the original The Last of Us, which was just an, an, an mm-hmm. am, amazing game. I, w- I love the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, mind you, no one ever played the mm-hmm. multiplayer because it wasn't really. I, don't, I never played. Exactly. I never played the no, multiplayer. No, like no one has. Right. But I, I was just so pleasantly surprised by that. So maybe that'll happen to Cyberpunk, yeah. where we, we'll, and also by that time, most of us will have finished the game, you know, mm-hmm. and then we get to, I guess, relive it again in a more competitive uh, setting. Um, I mean, let's originally we were going to talk about the Sony thing, but let's hold off on that. Let's let's just mm. fold in these other delays, right? Yeah. The other big delay. Well, let's talk about the minor one first. The Final Fantasy yeah. Seven so- remake. It's a month, right? Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. It, it's and the, it's, like I said, the support has been crazy. People are so they're like, take your time. 
Uh, also, like if you look back, like I've been following this project since day one, and I know that the part of the reason for the delays is because they really had to help uh, Kingdom Hearts three mm-hmm. uh, to to be able to make sure that Kingdom Hearts three uh, hit its uh, launch mm-hmm. last year. And now that obviously Kingdom Hearts three is out of out of the way, they were able to focus on this. But like, I mean, I know that from the story I heard, they were literally two doors apart. It was just like going from one door to the other door. Like they're both Square Enix; they got to go help them out. Um, but yeah, so I was expecting a, de- a delay, to be okay. honest. Uh, I was impressed that they didn't announce a delay when uh, all that happened. Yeah, it's only a month from March 3rd to April 10th. And the, 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 the date itself has hopped around over the past four years. When they or- mm-hmm. originally announced this game, I believe it was meant to be coming out in 2021, possibly mm-hmm. even. And it's, we're still getting the game a year earlier from what they initially said. Mind you, there was also a couple years ago when they said the game was going to come out even earlier, like 2019. <laughs> but either way, I'm still like, here I am happy. I didn't think four years ago I'd be getting the game, so I'm just happy to be getting the game. Yeah, uh, A bigger one, not as big mm. as Cyberpunk 2077, but bigger than Still Final Fantasy though, yeah. in, in terms of the length of delay. Uh, Avengers, Marvel's Avengers has been pushed back to September 4th. Uh, originally it was going to come out on May 15th uh, of this year. You know, that's a, that's a significant delay, much like the Cyberpunk 2077. Uh Good thing they're coming out before Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I'm, I am a little bit more bummed. Okay, a, a little bit more bummed about okay. the delay, just because it seemed like they like from the original like first announcement, and they got a little backlash, mm-hmm. and then they were like saying we're already improving it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I kind of, I don't know, like I'm in the middle. Like I'm fine with them delaying it just to make sure that it actually like mm-hmm. comes out great, but at the same time, I was like, damn, like I was, uh, I was, okay. I was really. I feel the yeah. same. I, you know what? I feel like. At least this is kind of my policy right now. If a studio delays a game once, it's fine. But when you start delaying two, three times, that's that. Then you're like, okay, there's a problem here. Because when you delay once, it's like, okay, you just got beyond our control. There's a lot more things we thought we had to do, so we readjusted and found a new date. But then if you try and if, if if you if you delay a third time, the only thing I'm thinking of is did someone buy your IP? Did you switch like studios? <laughs> What's going on? Um, no, yeah, that's that's a short look. The Marvels thing, like I think Dorian said it as well. I'm I'm fairly bummed about that one. The reason I'm a bit skeptical and bummed about it as well is because they don't have my trust the way that CD Projekt Red yes. has. CD Projekt Red has my <clears throat> full full trust ever since The Witcher Three. Like I I'll trust them with my kidney if they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bummed because it's like I, I hope that they do take – I hope they do polish it when it comes out. But it's one of those things where it's like I just – I don't know. How, I really don't know how I feel about it. I'm a bit bummed out with the delay. But how um, like how much more could they polish Also, that's the thing is the scope of it. The, the thing with CD Projekt Red and, and Cyberpunk 2077 is that we know the game is huge, yeah. right? And it's it's very complex and complicated in terms of. Well, the, the, I mean, the, the city br- itself is the small, city, but, and, but the things in the city. Are yeah, huge. like just so in much. terms of your storyline, your branching yeah. characters, and the interactions. There's just a lot of varied things. The Avengers one is is pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. right? It's, yeah. You go on an adventure. There's no not a lot of interest. It's not a sandbox. <laughs> you're not going. You know what I mean? It's straightforward. Here's no the mission. Quests. You go. You you beat people up, right? Honestly, I'm thinking. Especially after today's announcement, I wouldn't. If I was personally, if I was Mar- the Marvel team and like being so close up to Cyberpunk, even though it's Marvel and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like there's more. There's been more hype for Cyberpunk than the the new Marvels. Yeah, Avengers of course. For so sure. I feel like after this announcement, I, f- I feel like Marvel should be like, uh, I don't want 
our game to be that close to to Cyberpunk's release. Like I wanted, I, I wouldn't want at least a month before, of breathing room before you have another big blockbuster game. It's like putting two big ass movies back to well, back. Well, good thing they're other, not so. putting it after or yeah, on the yeah. same date because so then... I would, I, I would see after this. I mean, I would give it a month or so, but I would, I would say like, I hopefully we get an announcement saying surprise, we're pushing the date back up. We got a little bit more time. Like after today's announcement, if I was Marvel, would be like, hey, we need a get the engineers back in the room real quick mm-hmm. like put put a little bit more pressure on them to like speed up just maybe like a few weeks so it has a just a tiny bit more breathing room uh being away from cyberpunk in my opinion yeah yeah i don't know i doubt it'll happen but i i just think they're they're too close and my my wall is not trying to spend money like that back to back i guess if you look at it they really kind of bit off a bit more than they can chew like if you look at most superhero games it's usually most superhero like open world action games it's usually about the one superhero now they've mm. got to nail a whole team of people and i mean nail they got to get the cannon right they got to get the suits mm-hmm. right they got to get the powers right everything they did like that's quite a lot to take on mm-hmm. if they just did an iron man game that would have sold just as well i think and uh well they, they did the iron man vr but yeah and there was also an iron man game like from like the i think it was like the first iron man movie came out and they mm-hmm. made a movie game off of it but i got like, the, i got that one on psp by the way sorry hell yeah but i'll just say like they should i mean especially if, with the success of uh spider-man and the batman series i don't know why there isn't a, a superman out yet or why do we don't have an iron man like i feel like an iron man game on its own would be easier for them to hone in on their project rather than having to develop thor and iron man and the hulk and like all these other people you know what i mean uh, Ideally, they should have done it like the MCU, had their own individual games, individual and, then, games and then, you know, boom, collab. that would have been so much money for them as well. <laughs> and they could they could have it set up like a, like the act, how the actual games and movies are. Like, it yeah. takes like a year apart from each mm-hmm. other. Like, I, I don't know. That, w- that would be cool that as would, well. Yeah, but, they could use the same engine for most of it, you know. So I'm hoping now that they have this time, they're also putting it, like I just said, they have the Iron Man VR that comes out like end of February. So may, hopefully uh, that'll knock people's socks hopefully off and give, them, good, give yeah. them a whole... A, a long enough hold over until the next Marvel thing comes okay. out. Um, all right. Now let's talk about what originally was going to be the main topic, which mm. is Sony is skipping <clears throat> E3 again. Uh, much more notable this time than last time because last time was like, look, we all – it happened. We didn't like it. We are like, okay, well, they don't really have that many big games. I, I think – They didn't have much to talk about, you know. Yeah, I think maybe Death Stranding was the only one they had That was a, coming. Yeah, I think that, uh, Spider-Man was already out at that point, I think, as well. So, yeah. Yes. Um, so we were like, okay, there's no new system, but they'll be back next year because PlayStation 5 is going to be out and they're going to have The Last of Us Part 2 and they're going to have all these things coming. But apparently <laughs> – not they decide to skip it again. Uh, like I don't know if I. I think it's going to bite them in the ass, man. I think it's going to bite them. I know that they're doing a bunch of other small things uh-huh. all over the world, but I just E three is pretty big, man. Like I like for years before, like I started doing this with you guys. Even like I I, I would watch E three, and I was like that was my source of like video game like mm-hmm. like knowledge. You know that was my fountain of of, of knowledge for it. So it's like. I think it's going to affect their sales, even though I guess in their mind they're like, we do all these small shows mm-hmm. globally, and they've been doing more, more, a lot more stuff out of North America, mm-hmm. which is interesting, like not doing as many shows in North America, but I don't know, man. I think it's going to affect their sales. I'm worried. I know. I liken it to the um, Comic-Con. When Comic-Con, when let's say a Marvel or DC or whatever studio decides to skip out especially when you're talking about like Marvel Star Wars or DC I feel like it doesn't do the fans any service because 
like I said, everyone's like, oh, well, they can have their own or whatever. There'll be a Marvel Con or a Star Wars. There already is a Star Wars uh, I guess celebration. Sony's doing their state of play live stream or like over the year. I know, but it's just on. like as a fan and as a person like I like going to conventions. But mm. the thing is you, you can only go to so much, right? Yeah. So if I go to E3 – I want it all. I want it all. I want I want all the Xbox uh, games. I want all the PlayStation games. I want all the Nintendo games. I want everything in one place so that I don't have to go to separate conventions Agreed. for for every little thing. And so it, that's where I take issue with it. It's like okay, you can have your separate thing and just they're doing a Sony experience, I think, in Japan later this yeah. year. It's probably to do with their VR, I'd imagine. But wh- that would have done great at E3, I think. Like, do the Sony experience at E3. There would have been more people there. And it's like, I don't know, man. Then again, it's like we're not sitting at the board of, like, we're not sitting at the board table at Sony going, <laughs> like, making these decisions. I'm sure that they, uh, I guess, like I said, in their mind, they really think that it's going to work out just as well. I mean, if it worked out for them last year, you know. Then again, yeah, I also I thought they were going to announce the PS5 at Gamescom last year, and they didn't. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was thought, convinced. <laughs> I thought they were going to do a big showcase of the PS5 at E3 this year. Um, you know, on a side note, to at least show what it looks like. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, because uh, on the heel of this news, you know, they asked Xbox. Phil Spencer said, "Yes, Xbox will be at E3 2020." So. Their plans is to showcase Xbox Series X. Get all those fans, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if this affects sales. You know, let's see what happens. Let's see, one, what Xbox shows. And will PlayStation fans feel left out, like there's nothing going on? Or, <laughs> so I kind of like, I don't know if Sony wants to do this, but like Apple did a kind of, Something like this at uh, at NAB. So NAB is uh, National Association Association of Broadcasters, and you know, there's more geeky for people who are into video stuff. But it's like they show off the newest cameras, newest software, everything to do with like gear and whatnot. And so you have big players there, like Adobe and and Microsoft, and all these big brands uh, that make cameras like like Red yes Red uh, Panasonic like all these brands there well many years ago Apple decided to skip out on on Nap right but what they did was they set up their own like separate little conference or convention for Apple at the same time at the same time just not at the convention. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're like, oh, why split people apart like that? Oh man, I mean, I guess I get, I, I, I guess Sony. The it doesn't say things, Sony's yeah. doing that, but what I'm saying is just reminds me of kind of like okay, they, they separated off. Is yeah. Sony going to end up doing that? I don't. I kind of. I, I kind of liked having Sony and Xbox at E3 because yes. it's like I. Even though yes, there are arguments, but there's like the spirit. There's like the console wars are still alive, you know. And it's like now it's just going to be Xbox like all the way, which is cool. But it's like I want to see. I want to see a bit of that rivalry, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like I feel the same way like y'all do. I'm willing to give Sony the like I'm willing to like I think they emphasize in their article like they're really strategizing their 20 like their plan for global like a layout for mm. what they're going to do. So, I'm going to give them a chance like if they're going to actually hit it hard and like try to make it make it appeasable for everybody and go to all these events like mm-hmm. and maybe set up even minor like multiple events across the year building up until the the release of whatever they're trying to do then I'll give them a chance like if they actually go about making the emphasis on making sure everybody is like actually getting to play 
play and test out these games because in the quote itself it says like our focus is on making sure the fans feel part of the PlayStation family mm-hmm. and have access to all of our favorite content. And I'm not saying like it feels like a little jab to E3 because I, I like I don't know because last year I feel like we were talking about when we were at E3 like the whole time we didn't really even get to play much we were just watching or sitting there mm-hmm. like not even getting to test out much so I don't know if like that's a little jab at them saying like our friends are actually going to get to to play the games this mm-hmm. time rather than like either wait in line or just like see a little test demo that, that they're sense, not going to yeah. get to test out so if that's what they're focusing on then I don't know I'll, I'll give them a, I'll give them the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt Maybe. but why not have at least some sort of showcase you know press conference or, I'm going to say like at least show what it looks like i mean it's a huge press conference at least show like what the playstation 5 is going to look like or announce maybe a couple more games on it like we got a couple of the game awards but like even those weren't like i mean those are set we know they're on the ps5 but we don't know if they're exclusive you know what i mean like i I don't know but but i get what you're saying as well like when you go to those conferences it's difficult to and like the time you do get on those on the on the games is so limited yeah unless you have a yeah yeah unless you have like an appointment or something like if you're just an average fan and you're waiting in a long long ass line Mm -hmm. you're like how many 15 or not even that i wouldn't say it's like like i remember tony he was in the dragon ball z line for like four hours and didn't and didn't end up even getting to play so (laughs) that's crazy i I, I, I so if if they're going to emphasize on the fan aspect of it then i'll give them a chance like to make make sure like Mm -hmm. fans get to play their stuff i I remember we had like an hour to play Play Just Cause Four, and then like that wasn't enough. I got the game. I was like, "This is." I, I wish I yeah. had more than an hour to know what I was gonna get myself into. Um, so yeah, that's another thing, a little disappointing. Um, but hopefully, we just get more news I'm from just, Sony. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I, I need to know what this looks like, Dennis. I've been I've, I've been the losing console? sleep. Yeah, I, I know what the dev kit looks like with the V, the yeah. v, the futuristic. It looks v. like a freaking engine, but I like I need to know. Like, and the only reason it looks like that, I think, is because it's going to be like it's got to be like a car. A car uh, I can't even think of the word right now, but I think it's for the PSVR. You know, what uh, I mean? okay. Because I know that uh, all those extra boxes are going to be integrated into PS5. But, yeah. I mean, surely Which they're not going to release this like VTech engine-looking thing. So I, I'm curious. Sony makes very ergonomic-looking things. You know, from mm-hmm. their TVs to their speakers to their headphones. So I'm, I don't know. I'm excited to see what it looks like. I want. I want a picture it in my living room. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like the Xbox Alexa, but I want to see what the PS5 is going to look like. Xbox Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, moving on to the next thing. Uh, the Doom Eternal trailer. Uh, the guys, new one came out. You guys get to play that tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I th- I, th- I thought this trailer looked great. I mean, I, I, I think I talked to you before uh, we didn't, started didn't I recording. I you the trailer, I think? I, th- uh, I think I sent you the trailer on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Either that or the Resident Evil 3 one, one of the two. The thing is, is I told you, like, this type of FPS isn't totally my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just the the... Kind of high octane, you know, adrenaline, you know, lots of killing oh, yeah. and fast motion, and you know what I mean. But I did play the demo at E3, and it was fun. It was fun, and and I actually really like this trailer. Uh, I mean, like we have obviously we haven't had gameplay since uh, I think the previous E3, and it's this it looked smooth, man. Yeah. The melee at the end, mm, like it just looked smooth. It's one of those games where like. I need I need to get it like I think I think I told you earlier I got Doom on PlayStation and I re- it's amazing but I regret it because it's one of those games where I can see I can see the freedom of a mouse and keyboard in terms of turning around and your mobility and it's like it just takes me back to Quake Arena and it just makes me want a new Quake game so bad I just want a new Quake game after this trailer I was like I 
I really want to play it because so we're going to the thing tomorrow. Really? But him and our writer Tom, I think you met him. He's on. The, he's been on yeah. the podcast. They're going to get to Tom, play yeah. it. I'm oh. just going to be chilling, doing mm-hmm. my social thing. So like, I hope this made were... me want to. I'm gonna take my spot back and be like, all right, yeah. man, I'm, I'm 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 going to play this. I'm game sure you now. can sneak yeah. in there and start playing. I really hope that they release a VR version for this as well Ooh. because Doom Virtual Fucking Reality was amazing. <laughs> like I I got to do it on the PSVR, which is not the best setup, and uh-huh. it was just. I oh oof, I could just imagine I'm, I'm tethered on the on the quest if that's even possible. But like that was I love I love the VR experience for Doom, and I really hope that they do it again for this next one. Yeah, I mean the graphics look great. Look Are you guys going to be able to do some of the multiplayer tomorrow? Uh, uh, I don't believe sure. so. I think it's like the first three hours yeah, yeah. of the game. Yeah, yeah. some more story. Which yeah, I remember story. I played the first. I would say first forty five to an hour of the of. Mm. Of it at, at, at the e, last yeah, at E3. Man, Damn. They, they're definitely making it more cinematic, more. Look, Doom's not a super story based. Yeah. Well, they're, they're um, giving it as much story yeah, as they can. Yeah. They're know? really they're trying to. And then, you know, the sla- uh, you know it's funny what, looking at the comments in the trailer. Like, they're making the Slayer, like, kind of that, that Chuck Norris type of oh, game, yeah. right? <laughs> like. Like, you know, the Slayer has entered the chat, and then it's like all the demons have left the chat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that type of thing. Um, but it's just funny. And I'm looking forward to it, you know? It, it looks crisp as well. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I mean, a good half of the trailer is cinematic. The other half is gameplay. But the gameplay looks sick. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to grab this one on PC this time just because mm. I, I want to. Like, I mean, you, like, you can get the same experience by upping your uh, sensitivity on your controller, but I just... I, I like it's like I, said, I grew up playing Quake it, on PC, so I need a yeah. Even if you up, upgrade your sensitivity on your controller, you're not going to get the precision mm. like a mouse would. Exactly, uh, I know just by flicking my wrist like that, that's already a 180 turn. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it looks it looks crisp, man. It looks crisp. That's yeah. good. A lot of people are excited about this. Yeah, I don't blame them. Um, here we go. Uh, Halo, the TV series that's uh, going to be on Showtime. Not that it's public, but apparently at uh, the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour in Pasadena, which is right near here, um, Showtime uh, revealed uh, for the first image of uh, the Master Chief mm. armor. It, lo- it looks good. And apparently people are raving about it. Oh, yeah. It, it looks good. I mean, I like. I think I've, I've seen a lot of people already, like, making uh, comments referring it to the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You know, having that, like, strong, silent character type. Um, it's, it's looking good, man. It's looking crisp. So, yeah, this is looking for a first quarter 2021 release. And that they're filming right now where? In Hungary. Hungary. Budapest, there we go. Hungary. Budapest, yeah. So that's a good sign. I mean, people who saw it were talking about, yeah, how how good it looked. Haley dipped for that. Did she? Yeah, she she didn't get to see it. She left early. No love. I know. For Master Chief and Halo. Mm. <laughs> Have you started the Halo series yet? The video games? Hey. No, not yet. Oh, that's, you got it. But I, you, I know. I'm, that's. I but get, you I know what you should do is you should play co-op. Dennis, we've we've established this already. Your boy doesn't have friends. <laughs> Oh, you don't have it on P- you don't have PS4. I mean on Xbox. Dude, I we can split screen it. Oh, oh shit. Like, okay, babe. Well, I, I don't uh, my favorite co-op uh, one was um Halo 4. I enjoyed the co-op for Halo 4. Uh-huh. Like, All right. uh, and I split screen that. It's fu- okay. the entire All game. Right. The co-op is so fun in yeah. that. Right. Especially we just, when, like we'll set it up like, here at the yeah, yeah, like when one guy's driving the warthog and the other guy's on the back with mm-hmm. the, the gunner. All right. It's so much fun. We'll bring it in. We'll set it up in that uh, we'll set it up in the little the new console. Did you ever play Griffball? No. So oh. Griffball was a multiplayer mode for Halo that uh-huh. involved you using 
the swords and the hammers, and there's like a bowl, and it's kind of like a sport. It's, uh-huh. It was really, really fun. You, oh, I can't even begin to explain it, but Griff Bowl, yeah, Griff Bowl was my shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely Halo, especially before Halo Infinite comes out. Mm. Um, uh, all right, next one. Um, a- HTC Vive Pro. Yeah. Uh, you sent me this, John. Yeah, this. I mean, they this dropped, is exciting stuff. They dropped the price by two hundred bucks, which is a significant amount. Still, I mean, it's still pricey. We're looking it's, at like eight ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, this is, this, yeah, this is the high end of. Uh, this is like with like the Valve Index, right? Yeah. With the highest resolution and. What not? So it's, do we know what price the Valve Index is coming in again? It's a thousand. So like so they must have dropped the price into to, to be compete. Able to compete. Yes. Yeah. So it's about a hundred bucks less than the Index. Yeah. That make. Well, I mean, you, you're still going to need like an eleven hundred dollar computer to run it, probably. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with the, in, the Index yeah. as well. I mean, I don't know. Eight, but that's a given at this point. Yeah, where I slowly you can get away surely, with like eight hundred. You can yeah. get an eight hundred dollar computer that could True, decently yeah. run some some VR, just not. The high end, high end stuff, yeah. whatever. I mean, when you watch Half Life, Alex, and you see that trail, that is the, you know, that's a RTX twenty eighty. Yeah, for the Ryzen five. Yeah, <laughs> like that's like optimal to, to to the max. You know, man, this uh, headline made it sound like you're getting a real good deal with that, that two hundred dollars. <laughs> it's two hundred dollars off, guys. Man, then you click on it, it's like, all right, it was a thousand something. Yeah. Was, I feel like that discount wouldn't like. If you're already willing, to, if, if you like, already have the base yeah, stations, you, though, because uh, you can get the just the headset for five ninety nine. That's not oh, bad, well, still. actually. Oh, so so if you already have the base stations and the controllers, oh, then the, you can just swap out the headset for, for the because because that's where because that's where most of the. I mean, it's going to have improvements. The, it's going to have the four K screen, better head tracking. It's going which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then yeah, it gets it's it's right in time for um, the next Half Life. So I, th- I thought that'd be a good thing to bring up. Uh, and then yep. also, um, if you own Jedi Knight Fallen Order, you can now have access to all the pre-order exclusives, which is cool. But, like, I, I mean, I guess it's a way of getting people to go back to play the game again. That is, you know, That's exactly you, what it is. Because once yeah. I – I mean, like, not that I wasn't, like, planning on going back to play it anytime soon. But, like, as soon as, like, I saw that news and, like, I saw, like, oh, you can get all that. I was like, all right. You let know me what? go back and – go play around a bit. Let, yeah. me go, let me go see what – let me go Swing see what this orange lightsaber. Light let me go be <laughs> Ray real quick. <laughs> Hers, um, I thought hers was yellow. Orange is yellow. I, yeah, yeah. It was she, like an orange goldish. Skywalker now. Goldish. Um, uh, one of the other things that I brought up as well, which is crazy, is uh, well, actually, it's not that crazy. I guess it makes sense. Mm-hmm. The Epic Games Store <laughs> made six hundred and eighty million dollars so far, and ninety percent of that is from exclusives. So they're probably never going to stop doing exclusives. Why would they? You know. Yeah. Well, no, and yeah. also think about it this way, Steam is the 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 big giant in this mm. space and the only way you're really getting people over to your store is with exclusives. Of course, yeah. Um and to me what makes to me that when I read this makes me think how much money is Steam <laughs> making? Dude. If Epic has this much of that that pie of 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 the online game stores, it's it's scary to think that, yeah. yeah. And, and here's like looking back now because it's been a while since we've had the Epic Game Store. I was looking forward to it because not to use, not specifically to use Epic Game Store, uh, which I do use, but more so because I was like a competitor 
for Steam. Mm -hmm. Steam's finally going to make some improvements, guys. And here I am like a year later and Steam's the exact same and I've got the exact same problems and I was like, oh, you would think. They make so much money, they don't care. They they really don't. I was like, it's, I mean, like, and Steam doesn't even, Steam doesn't even care what games they put on there. Well, there was a rape simulator on there at one point. Yeah, it was on there for like a whole day or two. Like, it was on like trending. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Jeez. I mean, it had a different name simulator, but essentially that's what you were doing. (laughs) Like, which is crazy. Like who – like I said, uh, Steam's Greenlight uh, uh, system is it's, – it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's fully automated. They have like – if you go to Steam's Greenlight mm-hmm. page, you can play a lot of like early access games, which is cool. You can also put your own game on there. Mm-hmm. So obviously it went through those routes to eventually being like on the top ten recommended. Speaking of Steam, you can go ahead and pick up Twin Peaks VR yeah. on Steam right now. Yes, you can. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, and Oculus, and Oculus yeah. as well, if you prefer the Oculus Store I mean, platform. I think you mentioned something about GTA Five on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah that was uh, Dorian told me about Hell that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I downloaded it. I haven't, I'm, I'm going back on. My, I haven't played Man. in about two weeks. I wish so. I was. I wish I was younger. I, I wish if I, I, wish if I was young. If, if I was younger. I could have Game Pass, and it would actually be like beneficial. <laughs> yeah, beneficial to me. The only reason I don't have it is because I don't have the time to fully take mm-hmm. advantage of it. But like, if I was it's, if I was younger, I'd be like, "This is the greatest deal ever." It is, yeah. and like I'm catching because I like took a whole. Like, Did you get like the first three months for a dollar? Did you yeah, do that deal? Yeah, I, I, I'm saving. Like, Do, I but even that. when you go back up, it's like what ten bucks if, a month. I, even then, I don't. I, I don't think so. It, may, it might be. I think but it's ten it's, bucks a month. Like it's, 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 yeah, it's, t- it's either ten or fifteen, but I think it's ten because that's PS Now service is ten as well. Yeah, but like, I mean, think about you're playing all these older, yes, but triple A titles. Yeah, a majority of my like catalog just in my library of like games I've saved came from Game Pass, and and even new ones like Gears Five. It was on yeah. like they put Gears Five right on. Out Game of Worlds Pass. is yeah, on there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Dude. So that's a good deal. They actually they got all the Gears games. They, you know what? That is what you can play Halo on is Game Pass. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, they're, they're all, all like, yeah, I got yeah, them yeah. I just haven't like cracked it open yet. And so then I need also, to, but, I'm going, but now he's saying to do it with co-op. So just hit me up. You, and we'll, we'll you make Dorian, if you did the one dollar for three months deal, uh, take a look into that because you with that deal you got half a year of Spotify Premium for free. You also got half three months of EA Access for free. Bro, so check it. out EA Access because that's also free games, bro. And you got three months of it. So all right, I will definitely that. look into that because um, that was part of your uh, the the deal that they were doing. Yeah, and I, I for sure got the one ninety. I made sure to. Mm. I don't miss three months a for a dollar. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> bro! Come on now. Um, also, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Kakarot. coming it, out tomorrow. Yes, and then you <sighs> you are going to be playing it. Yes. later tonight. I sent you the review codes. I'm, I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna review the crap out of it. Yeah. I'm, I've been looking forward to this game since they uh, an- announced it because even the fishing mechanics, <laughs> like down to the fishing mechanics, I'm excited. There's a side mission where any fans of Dragon Ball Z, like the uh, Dragon Ball Z series, there's a side quest where you. Goku and Piccolo get to get a driver's license, <laughs> and it's so what? amazing because you're literally doing your and, and if you do, you do this driver's license, you get a car. They, I mean, you can fly around, but they give you a car, so you can, if you want to, drive along the road in a car. You know, I'm very excited for it. Um, and I believe this is a game Tony waited four hours for at E3 and didn't get to play. Yep, yeah, nice. it's, it's uh, I've been told that the the combat is great. It punishes you for button mashing, so you can't just button mash your way through everything. Mm-hmm. You have to like time things and a bit of working out. The side quests aren't really worth it, but hopefully that's something they can fix over time and they can add more in. I just want it for the story, which is mm-hmm. what I've been told. That they, is, it's amazing. If you're just there for the story, you're going to be reliving all your favorite moments through this game, which is basically every Dragon Ball Z game, but now done on a much better 
platform and open world, you know, which is yeah. cool or open world ish, I should say. Yeah. Cool. All right, uh, I think that's it for topics. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, what are you playing? What playing you... right now because I didn't play any video games over the holiday break, and I was sick like the past couple weeks, so I've just been dead. But now that I'm getting back into the motion, just been catching up on Apex because there's a there's a. Have you been playing like that new Gold Rush mode? I played no. one. Did you play the Christmas mode on the no, train? No, I, Dude, I, that I, was I amazing. I, that was I, such I, a good mode. When I left for home, I like I made a decision to just leave my Xbox and stuff so I could oh. focus on the fam. So like the whole fair enough until I got back. In like January first, and then even still, like for like three weeks, I never, I haven't played. Like this is the first. Oh. It was a game mode where like Ryan, what up? We're finishing up now. I didn't know. I didn't know <laughs> whatsoever. I just didn't know that it was in here. Um, Pro wrestling sheet, Ryan, everybody. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. but yeah, gold rush mode on Apex. It's um where you play as duos this time, but, like, every weapon is a gold weapon. That's it, awesome. Besides, like, yeah. the, like, the armor and stuff was, like, regular. But The Winter Rush was cool because you la- when you land, you already have a loadout. You have, like, a set loadout when you play. So you didn't have to look around. You just land, start shooting. The one <laughs> Did they make duos a per- permanent thingy? No, it's no. not permanent. Uh, I, I, I hope so. I, hope, I wanted solos to be permanent. But no, there, I, I mean, like, there's a lot of issues with solos No, as well. I need, I like, I like, it has to be three people. I can't yeah. carry, I can't have the responsibility be 50% on me. Especially, <laughs> yeah. if, I'm, especially if I'm the better one out of the two, that, yeah, that yeah. you know you're in trouble. Yeah. Like, I need three people, so there's, there's at least another chance for somebody else to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been, oddly enough, uh, got back into Fortnite, Fortnite 2, I Trash. guess is now what it's called. I, Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, I've, I don't know. I've really been uh, enjoying Fortnite 2. been playing a lot of that, mainly just because I have a lot of friends who play it, mm. uh, whereas a lot of my friends who play Apex nowadays work 9 to 5 jobs, and it's difficult, uh. difficult to get a good session of Apex in unless we're in the same room and we're landing. Uh, and then I've been playing Risk of Rain 2, which was on sale for 30 bucks. Uh, it is a sequel to my favorite game of my favorite indie game of all time. It came out in 2012 called Risk of Rain. It's only a $10 game. I got it on Steam one day because it was recommended, and I've clocked over... Uh, uh, probably near 600 hours in, in the original game. It has a lot of replayability. And they took the original game and just gave us a 3D version because it was a 2D side, side platforming game. They gave us the exact same game but in a 3D world. And it's I've been playing for hours and hours. It's so good. If anybody likes roguelike, ta- uh, rogue, rogue-like uh, shooters, check it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of like Doran where like I during the Christmas break I was like, oh, I've got plenty of time. I don't think I played. If I played anything, it I might finished have been Devil May Cry Five. Sorry. Okay, I finished Devil May Cry Five. That was it, fucking incredible. If you haven't played it, yeah. it is it so like? Good. It's like. Uh, do you have the same opinion as Caboose? He had a game of the year last year, I think. Um, or you have it up there, pretty. It's up, there. It's up. It's up there. I'd say for me, it's definitely like, and I, you know, I loved Outer Worlds, but I would yeah. put it above Outer Worlds. Okay, and I would, yeah, just Outer Worlds. Is like, I'm still playing. Yeah. It's just one of those games where, like, the cutscenes are just so, like, I mean, literally what the director said was that they were going for is badass. And every single moment is just badass, dude. Like, it's, like, unlogical moments, but it's just cool, <laughs> epic, slow-mo, gun-slinging fight scenes. Oh, you got to love it, man. It's like a 13-year-old's wet dream. Nice. <laughs> um, and then, man, I guess as we sign off, and we had talked about all these delays, we had talked about uh, Half-Life Alex in March. I don't know, man. Now that I'm hearing all these other delays of these other games, I just you think Half Life's going to get delayed. Yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Man. It's possible, especially because March is right around the corner. Especially because they're looking at all these other studios and they're like, oh, if they can get away with it, you know, that's probably what they're thinking as well, you know. And also, you know, like we mentioned before, Valve doesn't need the money. I mean, they're, they they don't. Yeah, Half Life, Alex, they're losing money making this game, okay? Uh-huh. Because they're putting on the VR platform and they're losing money because they want to 
push ahead their hardware system, yeah, right? Which, which they're literally creating themselves in their own warehouses that yeah. they – I think it's – yeah. That is the that is the cool thing about the Valve Index is that it's American-made and mm-hmm. here made in the States uh, in, in, war, in warehouses. So that's kind of, kind of cool, I guess. But like they're – so them delaying, I guess, wouldn't really hurt them. You know what I mean? Like – I, yeah, no. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen a tweet from Gabe Newell in here. He's just sitting there on top of his pile of money like the dragon he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not going to affect him. Yeah. Bit of unrelated news I just broke. Taika Waititi's being eyed to direct the next Star Wars movie. Really? What? Yeah. Interesting. Well, but yeah, but what's the next Star Wars movie? Cause it's going to be standalone. It's probably going to be standalone. It's got to be a standalone yeah. because – Yo, they should bring. They should give us a origin story. They're, they're going to take a break from the trilogy uh, saga, mm. or at least the Skywalker trilogy saga and then yeah i can imagine a standalone but then what's the standalone going to be about yeah i don't know it's got to be like a pre-prequel like maybe i mean maybe we'll finally get to see some like knights of the old republic type uh situation i don't know you think this this is going to be the one kevin feige's producing probably I mean, with the Taika Waititi connection, yeah. the John Favreau connection. I mean, with Taika Waititi, it's funny because like the whole Marvel team is now like starting to slow, like they're slowly like, right, take we, over we, Star Wars. We, we, we Maybe we we'll get another solo game. movie. Hell no! Because like I'm no. just thinking because Taika, I'm only, I'm only, I'm not suggesting it. I'm only uh-huh. thinking that because Taika Waititi. I, I I love his stuff, but it, it always has a slight comedic tone. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think what Star Wars movie could have a slight comedic tone. I don't know. I feel like Solo. If, any, if we ever see Solo again, it would be on Disney Plus. Did, did you see they're bringing back Jar Jar Binks for the Obi Wan Kenobi series? Yeah, I heard about <laughs> they're that. bringing back Jar Jar uh, Binks, bro. What the fuck? I, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming it's like a cameo. You know what I mean? Pro- like, probably, I, like yeah. I don't think he's like a supporting character. I think yeah. he's just like shows up in one scene. Where probably be like in the first episode. Like they like go their separate ways. Obi Wan's like, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go do my thing now. All right, uh, that's it for us here. Uh, Dorian, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at Dorian Parks and Rec, and you can find me on Instagram at Dorian Parks, and we'll be here at Collider Games. Josh? You guys can find me on Instagram at Josh.Toki, and you guys can find me on Twitch at Josh underscore Toki. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Subscribe to our podcast feed. That's the Collider Factory podcast feed. For every single week, we'll be here. So until next week. See you guys later. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's. Where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.